Ask Zig how much depth should be covered to be an expert. Episode 24. It's Disney time. We're going to be hanging out with Mickey and Minnie in no time. Welcome back, friends, nerds, and geeks alike. It's time for another episode. Today's episode is another Ask Zig segment of the Zigbits Network Design Podcast, where Zigabytes are faster than gigabytes. We strive to provide real-world context around technology. As always, I'm Michael Ziga, also known as Zig in this amazing community of ours, and I am your host. Today's Ask Zig is from Shazad on Twitter, and his handle is at Sam33R666. And he asked the following question. In regards to the CCIE, what is your take on on becoming an expert of a given topic? In other words, how much depth should be covered? And before we answer this question, I would like to say thanks to Shazad for taking the time to ask this question. Um, without the question, we, we wouldn't be able to do some of these episodes. And I kind of like the Ask Zig segment a lot. Um, so thank you for taking the time, um, the 30 seconds or the minute on Twitter to just send a question in. I, I appreciate your question. I appreciate you. And here, here's my take, right? What goes into becoming an expert at anything? And, and, and how is one measured as an expert, right? So let's forget about uh, the certification exam for a minute. And if you do some research, as uh, I'm sure a lot of us have over the course of our, our careers, um, some, some do say it takes over 10,000 hours to become an expert at a topic um, or an event or some sort of thing that you're, you want to become an expert on. But I think in, in most cases, 10,000 hours is probably fairly accurate. If we take a quick example of how long it took me to, to pass the CCIE route and switch, you could probably correlate that to um, a few thousand hours easily. Uh, I mean, it's probably upward to six or 7,000 hours. So maybe not 10,000 hours, but it, it definitely is up there between um, work experience and studying and labbing and reading and, and you get the idea. So I think that's fairly accurate, but I would I would kind of say that it really depends on you. Um, it depends on your personality. It depends on how quickly you can learn something and not just learn it, be able to apply it. Can you learn something and then instantaneously be able to apply it in a real world situation, in practical use, you name it. You got to be able to apply what you learn. And then the follow on to that, I would say to be an expert, to help you maintain being an expert, being able to teach a topic to someone, uh, being able to teach it in a way that they can understand it and apply it themselves. Because I think teaching uh, enforce, uh, reinforces the ability that you know that technology, that topic at hand, um, and you're able to teach it in a, a way that, that other people can understand easily, um, and then they can apply it as well. If you can use analogies or however you train, however you teach, however you explain, find a way that makes it easy for others to be able to apply the, the concepts that, that you know and you're an expert of that make it easier for them and quicker for them to be able to learn it and then apply it themselves. So that, that's outside of any certification exam, right? That's, that's just becoming an expert, right? Now, specifically to your question, Shazad, was um, regarding the CCIE. And I, I think for my take here, um, there's three facets for being an expert on a specific technology. And they go to kind of hand in hand, but there's three facets. There's theory and then implementation and then uh, a vision, the, the vision or the big picture. What do I mean by theory? And I think a lot of people skip this when they study. They skip the, the theory um, facet or the theory um, and they go straight to implementation. 
To be an expert on a technology, you really need to understand the theory of that technology. You need to fully understand that theory of the technology. You may not need to understand everything about that technology. You might have to isolate the technology down to what you need to know from a theory perspective. But you need to know the theory. Um, I'll reiterate this. I think a lot of the engineers in this community do not focus on the theory at all. And instead, they focus on the implementation of the technology, which is important as well. But I would say the theory is more important. Give you a good example. BGP in itself is a huge technology, right? Um, And I would wager that that there are not a lot of BGP experts. And I mean that specifically for everything that BGP has. BGP is a massive protocol and there's a lot of theory behind it. And yes, I think there's experts out there that know the service provider technology in and out. There's there's experts out there that may know uh, VXLAN and BGP EVPN in and out, you know, I, w- I would probably go and wager that there's not a lot of people out there that know every single thing about BGP. BGP is just huge and, and vast. There's new things being added to it, good and bad, as some would say. There is a level of foundation information that, that you would need to know. And a good example from BGP is the BGP best path selection process. Now, the other facet is implementation. And specifically for an IE lab, right, my recommendation, how I think about it is I would want to be able to write out the configurations of whatever technology in Notepad without tabbing or using the question mark or help. Take Notepad, write it all out. There will be a margin of error, right? There there traditionally will be a margin of error, maybe fat finger to spelling of a word or the command or whatever. But the idea is this should be a quick process that is fairly accurate. The margin of error is very low. But the idea here is that you don't need to rely on the routers, the iOS, the switches, the devices to help you with implementation. And I would say implementation is traditionally easier because it's muscle memory. You're, you're learning the commands. You're, you're practicing with the commands where the theory is, is uh, um, the harder part because you have to understand the theory. You have to grasp the concepts. Um, you have to understand the features and how they interact with one another, parallel and, and not parallel. The third facet puts those two facets together. So theory and implementation, uh, we take into making a vision uh, or the big picture. What I mean here is the ability to be able to see between the lines. Um, You're pulling it all together. You know the theory of multiple protocols and you know how to implement these protocols as well. Well, as you start to master the theory and implementation of multiple technologies together, you will start to see the vision, uh, a picture of what is going to be needed, what you're going to have to do to get all these technologies to work together. If for some reason you do not see this full picture um, between the different technologies, then my suggestion is that you just don't have um, the theory of those technologies down pat. You don't have the theory. You're missing some key element of the, of the theory of the technologies. And so that is why you're missing the overlap when you go to implement those technologies. Um, again, when you start to implement multiple technologies together, they're going to overlap and they're going to be dependent on one another in different ways. So being able to understand the theory is key. I hope that makes sense, Shazad. A good example for the CCIE, any of the CCIE uh, practical, uh, sorry, the CCIE lab um, or written exams is to take the blueprint, right, uh, for the exam that you're taking or in or lab, whatever you're taking, and, and literally go through the blueprint, create an Excel document, create you know a matrix of some sort to track it and grade yourself honestly. Do you believe you're an expert at that technology? 
and ask that question to yourself. And if you do, give yourself a yes or give yourself an expert, but be honest with yourself more than anything else. Because if you're not, you're going to do a disservice to yourself. You're going to think you know BGP in and out or OSPF in and out or ISIS in and out or spanning tree or VTP or whatever technology in and out, and you really don't. So make sure you're, you're honest with yourself. Don't overly focus on technology, not on the blueprint. Let's, say, let's take the CCI route and switch blueprint, for example, right? I would focus on BGP, MPLS, LDP, um, some of the IGPs, right, that you need to. Specifically within BGP, I'd focus on L3 VPNs, right? But I wouldn't focus on VPLS. I wouldn't focus on CSC. I wouldn't focus on inter-AS options. While those might be cool and complex technologies, they're not for that blueprint, right? You have to take the, the goal in mind of what you're trying to do. Now, if you're just trying to learn more and more, by all means, focus on these technologies, but they're outside the blueprint that you're looking at. If you're going down the service provider blueprint, I wouldn't focus on the security technologies. Um, only what was included in the blueprint that you're looking at. The last kind of couple statements I would say, know what you know, you're grading yourself, right? You're taking the blueprint, you're grading yourself, so you know what you know, and you will know what you don't know, but know where to find it. So you're not gonna know everything. There's too much out there to know. There's too much out there to memorize. And the last comment is surround yourself with other experts because they will continue to challenge you. If you're a big fish in a small pond, you're probably not being challenged enough. You probably could be challenged a lot more. I always recommend myself and others that want to maintain being an expert to surround yourself with other experts because that's just going to elevate you more. That's going to drive you more. That's going to um, instill a level of maintaining that expert knowledge and expert technical ability. So that, that's it, Shazad. I hope that was mindful. If not, you know, send me a message on Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever. Um, again, I appreciate you for your question. Um, if anyone else wants to go ahead and partake in the Ask Zig segment, by all means, send us a question at uh, feedback at zigbits.tech. You can also send us a message on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. You can find us by searching uh, for Zigbits. Now we're going real quick into the term of the show. And today's term of the show is a follow-on to our term of the show last episode. Last episode, it was uh, Mean Time to Failure, or MTTF, right? Mean Time to Failure. Today's term of the show is Mean Time to Repair. Again, that was Mean Time to Repair, and that's MTTR. And what that is, in common terms for, common terms for most of us, is downtime. So when you talk about downtime, you're really talking about mean time to repair. Um, and again, this is a business term. Um, and this is the, the downtime, and more specifically, the time it takes to fix a failure or an outage. That is the mean time to repair. So that's, that's today's term of the show. As always, uh, the call to action is to share this content with someone you believe would benefit from it as much as you have. So if you benefit at all from this, if it enlightened you, if it showed you some value, um, just go ahead and send it to a friend, send it to a coworker, send it to a colleague. Um, share it on Twitter, share it on LinkedIn, share it on Facebook. But other than that, that that's it. So that's going to close out this episode, this Ask Zig episode of the ZigBits Network Design Podcast. And again, today we speak we took the time to answer how much depth should be covered to be an expert. Um, I appreciate each and every one for you, uh, each and every one of you for listening. Be sure to visit zigbits.tech to join the conversation and access the show notes. Today's show notes can be found at zigbits.tech/24. If you liked today's episode, if it inspired you, resonated something within you, or provided a level of real-world context, let us know.
man, that reel, I cannot, I cannot get that reel right every time. I don't know if I'm like twirling my, my R's or what, but I could never get reel right. Sorry, I went on a tangent there, everyone. You can find us on Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook by searching for ZigBits. You can also send us an email to feedback at zigbits.tech. Don't forget to join us in two weeks for another episode where we will continue to provide you with real-world context around technology. Bye for now.